welcome back in. Of course, you have your gracious host to the Sporting Lounge. I welcome you into this safe space, sit you down, hand you a beer. As always, me, myself, and I, thank you for having me. You're very welcome. And then, of course, we've got the mullet man himself. What's your new slogan? I don't know if I should repeat that for uh, <laughs> personal health reasons. Because <laughs> she might actually pull it. <laughs> All right. So welcome back in, Travis. Today, uh, it's going to be a little bit of that free agency. Um, but most importantly, what time of the year is it? Anyone know? March Madness, baby. Liz March Madness, baby. Love to see it. Love. Wish to I had it. Dick Vitale on speed dial. He can just... Oh, you know, you can God. get that iconic voice in here a little bit. If you, and it's if you also St. Patty's Day. Yes. So we are both heavily drinking. Drink, res- drink responsibly. That I was going to mention that after the heavily drinking because it's St. Patty's Day. But please drink responsibly. It's not something to rush into. It's not something that you need to get behind a wheel. If you're somewhere, make sure you have an Uber home. Make sure that you had a DD. Make sure that you're safe, especially on a day like this. So that's the number one thing. So outside of that public service announcement, March Madness kicked off. And I read a thing that after just two of the big upsets, only 0.16 of remaining brackets out of 20 million. Uh, 0.16. Yeah. Are left whole. So let's, let's start breaking down the Thursday games. Um, uh, not terribly surprised, but happy. A little elated Michigan State, the seventh seed beat the 10th seed, USC, 72 to 62. Did you expect this? How far do you think they're going to go? Well, I did. I did expect them to beat USC, but I had them losing next round. But we'll see how so, that goes. They, so they're, did I. So did they're, I. Very, they're very capable. I don't know. Is those teams haven't been? Is those of the twenty tens and twenty twenties haven't been the same as is those as the two thousands? You can't just write them in. I thought he had to step away. Is Izzo still coaching it? Yeah, Izzo still coaching. He broke a clipboard today. Oh, did he? Oh, he love. snapped one in half. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't stand a chance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, and then Xavier. Uh, narrow win. This is what I was surprised about. It was 72 to 67, um, against Ken. I'm not even sure. It's just K E N N. I I don't know the school. They were a 14 seed, but they really Kennesaw state. Yeah. Kennesaw state. There it is. Um, they really showed up. So, uh, I have Xavier going kind of far. What about you? I have them going to the elite eight. I'm pretty sure. Same here. So need, need some, uh, love from them. At least I believe I have them going to the Elite Eight. And then Baylor, another three seed against another 14. They they handled business, 74 to 56. They, they, got, a, they got a similar three-headed monster in a team, much to when they won the championship a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're, they're not nearly as good on defense as that squad, though. That's their downfall. Yes, exactly. So, and then we had fifth seed SMC versus VCU. Uh, 63-51, pretty clear, pretty straight. Um, Marquette, not I wouldn't call it a blowout, but it was getting there. It's 78-61. to 61. Um, That's not the number two seed we're upset with. We'll get to that in a minute. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I'm crying. Yeah, it killed my bracket too. A little bit of an upset right here. 11th ranked Pitt beat up Idaho State. 
Iowa ranked sixth. State. Iowa. Yeah, I said Idaho, didn't I? Yeah. Iowa. They're. I mean, they're both ISU, right? And I just saw the red, and I was just like, oh, okay. Um, Fifty-nine to forty-one. Like it wasn't even a close game. That's like the worst part. Like ISU didn't even keep it close. So did you have them? Every single one of my brackets, I picked Pittsburgh to win. Really? Yep. Oh, I did not. I'm looking at my bracket right now. I did not choose. I did horrible on the round of 64. So that means my whole bracket's basically done. This, Hence why I'm not going to win this unless I get the two. Here, oh. I'm going to send you a screenshot right here. I'm going to send it to you right now of me picking Pitt beforehand. This is in, our money, in the one for money, too. I'm going to send it in the podcast group chat. Oh, I'm excited. So there it is. Here. It should be there. I picked Pitt. You he did he did in fact pick Pitt. He he knew it, he loved it, and it wasn't a close game. So congrats to you. A uh, little upset by me. I have no chance to win. I just saw what happened uh today and realized my bracket is completely dead. Um and we'll cover that in a minute. Uh Creighton, um sixth seed versus the eleventh seed, seventy-two, sixty-three. Um, this is what I kind of want to have happen. By the way, huge, in my opinion, blowout. UConn destroyed um, destroyed Ionia. Ionia. There it is. 87 to 63. Now, I want to have happen what happened back in like 2014 when the men's UConn team won and the women's team. 2011. Was that Kemba, it? Yeah. Kemba Walker with his yes. step back jumper. Oh, I want Iconic. that to happen. Um, now, I would say probably the biggest upset of the whole tournament happened right here, right now. Purdue, 58. FDU, 63. That is only the second time ever a number one seed has lost in the first round. I had Purdue going to the final four, and one of my brackets, I had them going to the championship. Are you kidding me? <laughs> It only I'm messed fucked. up one of my brackets. <clears throat> oh, I'm so fucked. But that bracket also happened to be the same bracket that I had Arizona winning it all. <laughs> <sighs> so that whole entire side of my brackets busted, mm-hmm. <laughs> including my champion. You're, yep, you're completely but done. My other, my other two brackets, I'm good, though. I got UCLA and Kansas. Okay, yeah, strong contenders. Um Kentucky, 61-53 against Providence. Gonzaga, the people I have winning my championship, 82-70. to 70. Um, Miami, still playing right now, but they're down by six against 12th Drake. So that's going to be interesting. Now, Maryland beat West Virginia by two. Uh, Virginia lost to Fur, which was Furmount. Um 67 to 68 on that last second three. It was so beautiful. That was. That was a good shot. That was a good game. It was a good game oh, in general. All back and oh, forth. This, 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 this season's been wild. Like ever since the first week of the, the regular season for for college basketball. Like normally there's like one to three teams going into the tourney that you're like, all right, these are definitely the 100% favorites to win it all. And I'll actually be kind of surprised if it's not one of these three teams. Whereas this year, it's like there's 10 to 12 that are all pretty good and probably have an equal shot, and your guess is as good as mine. This season's been unpredictable and crazy. 
I'm I'm going to I'm going to change my my two that I want to win. Um obviously it can't be Michigan because we're losers. We can't even get it in the tournament. Um but I'm going to stick with Gonzaga number 1. Number 2 is Kansas. Number 3 is Kentucky. Those are my top 3 right now. What about you? UCLA I think UCLA would be the heads like like Bet, betting favorites to win it if their star player didn't get hurt right before the tourney started, but they're still yeah. good. Uh, I'm still going to go with UCLA, then Kansas, and then okay. I'm going to say <clears throat> Alabama has a good shot at winning as well. Okay, they were my fourth. I was going to throw some love to them because I have them high on a lot of my brackets. Uh, now, Kansas and Alabama both dropped 96 in their respective games against 16 seeds obviously destroyed both of them. Uh, so congrats to the way a number one seed should handle a number 16. That's how you do it, Purdue. That right there. <laughs> God, you sons of bitches. Missouri, 76, handing Utah State University a nice L. San Diego State University getting the dub over conference or cult. I couldn't even remember their full name, but I think it was What's that C one? It's not Colgate. It's not that. Yeah, it, it is Colgate. What are you? Talking? No, the uh, Charleston. 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 Yeah, I called it conference for some reason. It's the other C team, but yeah, I know Colgate. I, I think I chose them to upset um, one of them. So, that, upset you know, Texas. Never gonna happen. Texas won by twenty. Yeah, <laughs> I said in one. I, I put out plenty of feelers. Um, Arizona. Obviously, another thing that destroyed us. Uh, 55 to 59, Princeton moves on. Um, like, how, how, do you, how do you feel about the fact that both Princeton and or, uh, Arizona and Purdue, a number one and a number two seed, could not beat a 15 or a 16 seed, respectively? I mean, that's March Madness, baby. I mean, I, I, like, I like it. Oh, if you've noticed the past... Five to seven years, college basketball has been getting more deep. These Ivy League schools show up every single season. There is always a Cinderella date. Like, there's always a Cinderella. And college basketball is deep. Anyone can beat anybody because it's it's one game single elimination. Your team gets hot from three, and you got the crowd behind you, and your team's just feeling the moment. Watch out. It doesn't matter if the other team's better than you. Yes, that's it's true. Not, it's not like college football. Where, right, like, where like you can get hot and momentum can help you for like a quarter, but overall like that's not going to carry you to win. Like it happens sometimes, but it's it's an off game. If you can get on that streak in the second half, like come out hot and just keep it up and have the crowd behind you, dude, it's so hard to turn that over. Like to especially on a neutral site. Like we're not talking like home games or away game. Like this is on neutral site. So like if you can get that crowd in it, holy shit. A big difference, in my opinion. So, um, Arkansas beat ILL handily. Iowa lost to Auburn. So, think about it. Iowa and Aub- uh, Purdue, both Big Ten teams, gone. Uh, Maryland moved on. So, good for Maryland for you know showing up for the Big Ten. Sons of bitches. Auburn handled bet against the Big Ten. Like we, 
Right. I I, state that, moved on, but I would say since since two thousand and nine, we've had four t- Big Ten teams play in the national championship game. Oh, Michigan, Trey Burke, um, Michigan's and... Michigan's put, done it twice. Mm-hmm. Losing to Louisville and then losing to Villanova. Wisconsin did it and they lost to Duke. Although that Louisville loss was that that was bullshit. <laughs> we yeah, were watching that, that game at Ryan's. That was a bullshit fucking then, ending. Uh, yeah, then I think 2009 is when Michigan State played in the Natty against UNC and got smacked. Mm, beautiful. UNC used to be like a real big force uh, in men's basketball. I, I feel like they've gone down since then. What are you talking about? They've played in two national championship games in the last five years. Really? I, no. Yes. No. They literally made it to the national championship game just last season. <laughs> Well, I I know that, but I was I was talking about overall. Like I remember them being like the dominant force, the number one. I mean, they always... haven't won any natty titles in a in a little while. But yeah, they, but they still got a good team. Okay, so that yeah, that's what I was talking about. It's like overall, I felt like they weren't quite as good um, last year. Are you? Sh- it was no, no. It was Kansas and Carolina last year, and then the year before that. Yeah, Baylor Gonzaga. Oh, you are right. That is UNC. Yeah, Kansas won by three I, last year against them, seventy-two to sixty-nine. Yep. And I, you know what I was thinking of the Tyler uh, Hansbro or remember, remember the the big white boy that was like the face of UNC. Yeah, that's Tyler Hansbro. They they last yeah. won the chip in, in twenty seventeen. Yep, I'm I'm looking at that right now, um, and that was the last one that Roy Williams would ever um, win. Yep, and that so. 2009 Natty is the one that they beat Michigan State for. <sighs> yep. <clears throat> Dang, and I remember that game. That was a good one. Um, so, UNC, little expect a little more out of them. Um, speaking of another powerhouse, foot, our uh, basketball school, Duke, Handing, Oren, or Oral Roberts, um, a nice loss, seventy-four to fifty-one. Duke just manhandled them, so beautiful by them. Uh, do, do you think Duke has a shot in this, or do you think their their road there is too tough? Uh, they're better than people want to give them credit for. People just wanted to write them off because Coach K was gone. But honestly, there's, I mean, they went twenty-seven and eight. Yes. People can argue that the ACC is weaker than years past because UNC didn't make the tournament. Virginia just lost first round, but I don't know. They got a fighting chance. They got a decent. They got a decent squad. I wouldn't be surprised if they end up in the Elite Eight. Yeah. I. Uh, you know what? I. I kind of hope it. Um, now Northwestern also showing out for the Big Ten, uh, beating Boise State, seventy-five, uh, sixty-seven. Texas handling Colgate. Um, 81 to 61. That's how they a number wanted, two. They wanted some free toothpaste. <laughs> Nine out of ten dentists recommend. The one was on Colgate's side. <laughs> right. Um, Tennessee squeaked by um, the Raging Cajuns. Like 58-55 barely squeaked through that. So that was uh, a little scary. Just now, a, just a wee bit, right? Like you, whoo, that four seed against uh, the thirteenth. Now, don't get me wrong; I'm down in Louisiana, and let me tell you, um, 
the Raging Cajuns, they, they are a hot commodity at the moment. Uh, another hot commodity is Houston, winning by 11. So congrats to a number one seed actually doing their job. Uh, and then one of your favorite people, our teams, and that is UCLA single-handedly smacked. I think that was the biggest difference. Well, maybe. I think maybe Kansas and Alabama had a little bit of a wider gap. Um, well, let's double-check real quick. So Kansas and Alabama. Math. Here we go. Right. Um, do, do, it looks do, like. Do, 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 nope. Do, do, it was. It was. It was you. It was UCLA um, with the biggest of a 35-point difference. So congrats to UCLA. I like them. They're strong contenders. Uh, and then, of course, Penn State handing Texas A&M. So technically, Penn State upset Texas A&M. So Penn State was 10th seed. They were 7th. But I, I think I called that one, too. Like, I didn't have much faith in Texas A&M. So um, big loss there. Good for the Nittley Lions to keep moving. I also have called the Michigan uh, State one. So with your updated bracket right now, with the contenders who are left, we already listed the top three, but who's your dark horse? Oh, my dark horse? <sighs> Honestly, I'm going to say it is Duke. Even though, like, they're a national power normally, but this was this. They weren't, they didn't have the expectations this year. Okay. And an expectation-free Duke just playing for fun. They they can do it. Let's see what now, side of the bracket they're on again. Let's see where, like, where they at. It's left. So, Duke. Yeah, so, that, so they play Tennessee, and then they'll end up having to play the winner of the Kentucky. Of They might get Kentucky. Like, that could be hard. But. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I had them meeting uh, Purdue in the Sweet 16. So, um, well, that's screwed. Um, I I like Duke. I'm going to stick in the same conference, uh, or in the same Eastern bracket. Mine's going to be Kentucky. So, I think Kentucky can be my dark horse. I think they can uh, make this happen and... Go go a lot farther than people realize. I'm gonna say um, my one my one other dark horse as well. Oh, we we get two. Oh, I know who my second is right off the bat. It's UConn. That's God UConn. damn it. That's who I was gonna say. Too. Yes, that's why I said it first. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh God. That, They're playing that... some under the radar basketball this season. Yes, uh, yes, they have. Um, so we both agree on the second dark horse. We'll we'll call that the true dark horse okay. because we both agree. Who's been. who's your Cinderella story? They can't be over a tenth seed, so they have to be ten or lower. Who? I'm gonna take Princeton. I think they're gonna get the upset over Missouri again, second round after beating Arizona. No, you don't really. Yep. Utah State played Missouri close. Wow. I think it could oh. happen. Okay, I was going to go with Pitt. So, um, I was thinking Pitt was going to somehow, you know, make a little some-some happen. You you think Princeton 
is going to. I think there's going to be more. Than, I think there's going to be more than one upset this week. I think there's going to be two big seeds. I think Furman and Princeton are both going to make it to the Sweet 16. Actually, you know what? You know, I'm going to switch mine because I don't know if Pitt can beat Xavier, and that's exactly who they're going to have to. So, you know, I, I think I might have to switch mine to to Princeton with you. It's either Princeton or Penn State. I like both of them a lot, a lot. Um, and Penn State's got the team and they've got the weapons. Um, obviously, we're not choosing that 16th seed, but we'll choose the 15th. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. You know, I'm going to switch. I'm going to go Penn State. I'm going to go Penn State can somehow beat this powerful Texas team. I mean, they are high-scoring, high-flying, just everything you hate to see. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Duke, Duke's going to be able to, like, they play their next game. They play the, like, whoever wins between Memphis and FAU plays the 16th seed fair Dick, Dickinson that has beat Purdue. And that's who Duke's, like, if they beat Tennessee, that's who they play as the winner of that game. So, like, they, they do have a pretty easy chance to walk to the Elite Eight before they face Kentucky, potentially. Oh, man. Okay, this is this is one crazy statistic I want to throw out there. The number of circumstances, not circumstances. Uh, what's the word um, where you get it clipped um, for guys? The, you So you can't no, have babies? We're not talking about that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it goes up in March so people can watch the March Madness. You talk. Oh, are you? No, you're. You're saying it. You're thinking of a different thing. But you're talking about. Yeah, the not circumcision, fixed. but the yeah, the getting fixed. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the fucking name of it. Snip, ah, snip. Yeah, the snip, snip. It it dramatically goes up in March, so people can sit down and just watch the basketball games, which I I've actually heard that before. Fucking love. Yeah, it, I fucking love it. Um, I called and uh, they're fully booked right now, so. I was not able to get one. Um, I, I tried calling last month. I lied. It's a, I it's didn't a vasectomy. Try. Vasectomy. There it is. I don't know why I couldn't think of that. Right. Neither could I. It was just was on the spot. That's this goddamn wordage. All right. So over to the NFL. Some of the exciting things have been happening. Uh, the biggest thing that I want to say happened today is going to blow you guys' mind. I think this is perfect. Cooper Rush re-signed with Dallas. I love it <laughs> because he's better than Dak Prescott. <laughs> I fucking hate Dak. Like, he's a good QB, but he's not worth $40 million a year. He's not worth the title. They let go of Zeke. Let Cooper have this team. All right. What's your biggest fake news of the fake you know? news? Well, okay, not fake. But, like, mine, obviously, Cooper Rush is not the most important thing. But it was, like, you had a reason behind it. So mine is, I don't like Dak. Cooper Rush was great when he was in there. I liked him for C.D. Lamb quite a bit. Granted, his numbers weren't as good because he wasn't ball hawking, but they actually won. And in the NFL, that's what matters. You win the ball. I, I, I like the additions of Juju Smith-Schuster and Mike Gusecki in New England. I, I, I figured we were going to touch base on that pretty early, actually, um, because Juju goes from uh, winning a Super Bowl ring to never seeing another ring in his life. now do you like that because you have mac jones and you want to see him with a good 
I mean, Gusecki, he's a great receiving tight end. And if you've noticed, New England has been trying to get a Gronk-style tight end in there since he left. Like, they tried Johnny Smith. They tried Hunter Henry. They tried a couple people along the way. I think Mike Gusecki might be something worth uh, keeping an eye on. Would, oh, would you, yeah. Would you go trade a third round for him? Right now, yeah, I would. Not like the oh. 301 or nothing, like a future third, but I would. Oh, okay. So, like, I was about to ask, what about 303? No. But, no, okay. There we go. Um, but I like it. One of the big, here's the big thing. There's a lot of running backs on the board still that need to be moved. Like, where's Derrick Henry going to go? Where's Leonard Fournette? Where's Zeke going to go? Dalvin Cook. I I think he ends up in Buffalo with his brother. <laughs> really? You think Dalvin Cook's going to go to Buffalo? Yes, and I hope so, because then Alex Madison's RB1 in the Vikings, and I have him as well. So, you know, we can hope. We can, we can dream. Now, another uh, thing is we we know some running backs left, like Jamal Williams um, left. Left Detroit. Yep. And we got David Montgomery. Yep. Yep. But, and so to fill David Montgomery's spot, they signed Devontae Foreman Deontay, for a one-year yeah. deal. So, I, like, um, I think him and Khalil Herbert are going to be like splitting touches, which which I'm happy Deontay Foreman left the Panthers because it makes me feel a lot better about Miles Sanders being in the Panthers. He's going to get a lot of touches. And I was about to say that. Miles Sanders takes over the role which I think is a, a significant upgrade. I don't think people remember, but a couple of years ago, I was very high on Sanders because he got to sit behind Saquon Barkley at Penn State and got to learn the way Barkley. Now, granted, he'll never I, be I the think, athlete. I, I think Sanders has potential top 10 fantasy stuff this year. Oh, oh, depends on what they truly want at that QB spot. Like, like that's going to play a big part, in my opinion. Yeah. So, who? What do you think their QB it's the situation? Frank, it's just like. a Frank Frank Reich offense. But uh, I mean, they just you know they let uh Sam they traded Sam Darnold. They yep. still have Matt Corral, which I think they're going to draft a QB. I think they're going to take uh, Anthony Richardson at the one hundred and one, honestly, or CJ Stroud. Yeah, I see it um, to compete. With Coral, whoever wins with, I mean, obviously, if they It'll take be a the QB at the one hundred and one, Coral's going to be the backup. But yeah, for sure. Um, you, you know what? Big, big actual news that I'm excited for. Something I am overtly excited for. It involves the Indianapolis Colts and a quarterback I have loved since two teams ago. Yeah, and Gardner that's... Minshew. Gardner Minshew, dude. Oh my, I love him. I, I was mustache. like. When they when the Eagles first got him, I was like, he needs to be starting over Hurts. Like his numbers are better than Lawrence's across the board. Like mm-hmm. why are they letting Lawrence play? And I was like, <laughs> exactly. And and that's that's the thing. Like we don't have a QB in front of him. So I love. Don't draft a QB. Do not. I don't care if Richardson from Florida is there. I don't care if Bryce Young is there. Let Gardner. Brew, grab something we need. Grab a corner. We just left Stefan Gilmore walk. Grab a young elite corner. Grab another lineman you, to help. You, got, you guys need. I was gonna say you guys need the draft O line and defense, and hell, maybe even another receiver to help with Pearson Pittman. 
Yes. Yeah, hell, I'd take one of the top receivers. So, like, it's, it's, do not, we have, and I wouldn't say he's established yet, but I'm saying, um, it, it's so worth it. So, I, Colts, don't fuck this up. Let Gardner brew for one year. If he gets 37 to 4,000 yards, 3,700 to 4,000 yards, uh, 20 to 10, um, INT ratio. Then, two to one, then. <laughs> yeah, at least two to one to three to one. I say keep him. Keep him on a decent deal. I do too. I like that. I've I've been trying to get Austin to trade me Gardner just to keep him on my bench to do this to do exactly what he's been doing, just to keep him on my bench so he finally took over. I've been really like like for fantasy purposes, that's QB carousel in the offseason so far has been awesome because now there's lots of starting QBs available. <laughs> <laughs> not waivers to draft. <laughs> there we go. Um, like Jimmy G all of a sudden again? Okay. Yeah. Okay, so that's what confused me about the Raiders. Jimmy G doesn't, like, didn't have the stats that Derek Carr had, but Derek Carr wasn't good enough that you let him go. Like, what? You know what I mean? Like, that's a a, a sideways lateral at best but most likely downwards kind of move. Um, yeah. It, it took me very much by surprise. Um, now, one thing that we were talking about was like Darius Lay, you know, being released, blah, 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 going. No, he actually re-inked with the Eagles uh, through 2025. So Slay loved it. He said, run it back. Um, so what do the Lions do now for their secondary? I don't think that they're drafting anybody high. Like they... They got Emmanuel Mosley. They got uh, Cam Sutton. They also they still have Jeff Okuda. They have Tracy Walker coming back. We, I like. You it. don't think they're going to do anything for that? They're that, not going to. Uh, they're not going to spend a first round pick on a corner. If they take one, it'll be with one of their seconds or their or their third one of their third round picks. Okay. But I Which, think they're going to. You know, they're I think, still I great quality. I think their first round picks, there's going to be a defensive lineman and an offensive lineman taken. Right. And then their second round picks, there's going to be a cornerback and a linebacker taken. Yep. Um, not not a bad move there. That, that'd be helpful for them. Remember that failed uh, linebacker, Hassan Reddit? That, <sighs> that played for you guys? Yeah, I don't want to talk yeah. about it. Yeah, I don't think he's failed. Linebackers, well, we finally have a good coaching staff and everything. Like for the past ten years, we'd have people like high drafted linebackers that were just like terrible with us through their rookie contract, and then leave a year before the rookie contracts up, and they'll go and then, play God, and then they'll go to their other team to the next team and just be great. The only one that wasn't great when they left was Gerard Davis. And that's yeah, because he, he lacks speed. Um, you know what? I was thinking about it. Uh, the The Lions should be banned from ever drafting a tight end in the first round. Period. Yeah, I don't. The Lions what. should never be allowed to do that again. Because that's not never... painful for just them. It's painful for everyone to fucking watch. Yeah. Just wanted to throw that out there. Throw a little shade at the Lions fans. You guys don't know how to draft shit at tight end. Hell, you guys could have had OBJ over. Eric Ebron. No, no, no. Y'all chose Eric Ebron. 
Th- then y'all chose fucking Hawk, who did well for the uh, Vikings. And you traded him inner conference. Oh. Um, now, another big thing is Tom Brady, are, are we sure he's coming back or not? No, he's done. He's already done. That oh, That's okay. That's, that's what they've said before. Well, the Buccaneers go out and sign the number one QB, Baker Mayfield. And uh, he will show <laughs> you by throwing, mark it down right here, right now, for at least 2,000 yards and three touchdowns. I'm calling it. I'm not going to say anything else because I really don't want to put anything on the line. I fucking love Baker and his swagger and his mentality. Motherfucker hasn't gotten it done at all. <laughs> Hell, I'd say 2,000 yards might be too much. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, I mean, he's got uh, all right, one thing I will say is like, don't be wrong. Ba- Baker's not doesn't have the value that people want him to anymore. But he played well while playing for the Rams out of nowhere for no reason. Right. And he's going into a situation where regardless of whether or not the team's going to win a lot of games, he this is by far the best wide receiver core he's going to ever have the chance to work with oh. his entire career. Dude, he could just chuck it to so, Mike Evans. I was going to say, so don't write him off yet. Don't be surprised if he has a career year this year out of nowhere. Not okay. saying it's going to be elite or great, but it could be his best statistical season for him. Right. I was about to say his best year ever, um, which honestly wouldn't be too hard to break because um, Baker, like, sure, he won games, but he was never a statistic, like, kind of person. He never, like, threw a ton. So, like, here's Baker's stats since his rookie year. So he had 3,700 passing yards. 27 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. So basically 3,700 and a 2-to-1 INT uh, touchdown ratio. And then he had 3,800, 22 touchdowns, but 21 interceptions. Much worse. Then he had 3,500, 26-8. So we're talking about a 3-touchdown-to-1 interception ratio. And then it was then, just downhill after that. Yep, it I was about to read up downhill after that 3000 yards. So much less yardage, 17 to 13 and then 2,100, 10 and eight. So like the, to, he's to been positive every best. year. Yeah. He's, he's been positive on the INT ratio. Every if, he, year. If, he, if he can do, I could see him doing realistically like a 4,000, like 4,100 yards, 30 touchdowns on the dot and like 13, 14 interceptions. And and you know what? That would be his best statistical year, and that would help him out so much. I would, I'd want to see something like that for him personally. Baker can be a steal this year. I think Nick Nick still got him in our league, so I think he got a steal of that. Uh, well, if I didn't have six freaking quarterbacks because of you on my team, I probably would. But I, like, I'm digging the Sam Darnold thing because. If- <laughs> I think he could be decent in San Fran if he gets a chance to play the first week or two, depending on the extent of Purdy and Lance's injuries. Yeah, well, Purdy, I I need Purdy to get healthy and be well because, I mean, the, the surgery went successful, so that's good. Um, his UCL, um, he may have to wait a little bit of time, like you said, before he can come back. But 23 years old, 
they clearly loved him more than Trey Lance. So the question is, do you think they're going to uh, to trade Trey Lance? Because I mean, what is this? His third or fourth year? Third year. Third uh, no, or fourth? This, no, this is going to be his second year. He was a rookie last year. Lance? Yeah. Lance was not a rookie last year. Yeah. Oh my. No, no, it's going to be his third year because um, it was Purdy's rookie year last year. And Lance had one more season. No, I was talking about. I thought you were talking about the season before. I was going to say, like, his second. He's only played in two seasons. So, yeah. So it'll be uh, Trey Lance's third year. Do you think they trade him before they have to say yes to his fifth year option? Because I'd probably trade him to see if I can get a first. Especially if you know Purdy's going to be the guy. Yeah, I th- I think that's what they're ultimately doing. I think that's why they made the move for Sam Darnold. Someone they think that they can take over and start for a game or two if they need to before Brock gets 100% healthy and comes back. And then they can afford to trade Lance and get some draft capital, especially now since they've lost a lot of defensive pieces in the free agency to help try to, you know, rebuild that, make up for it, you know. Right. Maybe trade Lance for for some, but it's for a player rather than a pick, uh, a pick. I mean that that could work out well if Jordan Love's not looking good. Trade for Trey Lance, Green Bay. Hell, maybe even do a swap, one for right. one. Both were first round picks. Both are first round busts. Both got to sit behind a veteran QB. We'll see. We'll see. Um, any other big news on free agency? That's happened that you 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 either want to touch base on again and go more in depth into, or that you want to just talk about. So there's been like huge rumors swirling about where Lamar Jackson's going to end up. I knew it was going to happen. I knew. Yes, <laughs> yes. And there's, it's it's a, well, the news came out that he denied the three year, hundred and thirty three million dollar guaranteed contract that Baltimore gave uh, offered him, and. Mm-hmm. That he made is and I need a agent remark, but <laughs> yeah, uh, that was funny. He, that was he, funny. He honestly should have accepted that offer mm. because that's, that's guaranteed money and locked up for the next three years. And if he by chance got gets hurt, like that's a significant chunk of change that's guaranteed. <laughs> but uh, the three yeah. teams that he's being linked to right now are the Patriots the Washington Commanders, and the Tennessee Titans. Now, I've heard a lot of Tennessee. A lot. I have, too. I've heard a lot of Tennessee, and I've heard a lot of Washington. I think the best spot for him to win games and fantasy-wise is both the same team, Washington. (laughs) He's got better offensive weapons there. He'd have Jahan Dotson, Scary Terry, Brian Robinson, and Antonio Gibson to work with and a decent defensive line and a head coach that has experience coaching quarterbacks of his mold, as in, you know, when he was back in Carolina with Cam Newton. So I think it would be great. He'd be a great fit there. If he ends up in Tennessee, he's really going to be – he might have his money, but he's not going to have anything else. (laughs) Right. I I mean – I just – the New England one I think is bull crap. Yeah, I've never seen that's, Belichick pay for a quarterback. I was gonna say he doesn't pay, he doesn't pay up for anything. Like, he doesn't overpay for anything. And he's not gonna he he's not gonna randomly make a out of character move 
starting with guaranteed money in the 200 plus million dollar range that's not how he's going to get his hands wet in that in that no not a chance like that that, that just not sounds a chance. insane yeah yeah and honestly if lamar was to somehow end up in new england that would honestly blow my fucking mind Oh. I'm not even saying I'm not even saying that because I have Mac Jones. I'm saying it just because like if that way it would be that out of pocket of Belichick in New England, right? <laughs> yeah. Especially knowing they have Bailey Zapp and Mac Jones, especially on cheap deals. And again, Tom Brady kept taking you know decreased amounts so he could win rings, and he likes those types of players to go out all of a sudden and pay up would be surprising. But then again, they got a couple more weapons, Juju. Mike Gusecki. I granted they lost Jacoby Myers, so maybe they plan on drafting some more. But I don't, I don't see it. That would be wild. If I this think... Lamar leaving Baltimore thing heats up more, I don't know. Mark Andrews on the block, but uh... <laughs> yeah, I heard something about like Tennessee is going to offer him six years, two hundred fifty-five million, fully guaranteed. Have you seen those or heard those yet? I've seen. I, yeah, I've seen some. I saw something. Let me go find it real quick. Yeah, because like, I okay. If I'm going to Tennessee, knowing my best weapons are basically nobodies, and that's coming from me, who traded a fuck ton to get Traylon Burks. I traded DK Metcalf straight up for the number six pick, so I could get Traylon Burks right then and there. And I'm I'm not upset with myself because I guess what I won that third ring. So no one can sit there and be like, "That's a bad deal. That's a bad deal." <laughs> guess what? I won a third ring in a row. I'm. Um, 2020, 2021, 2022 champion. Not one, not two back-to-back, but three back-to-back. So I know what I'm doing a little bit. You're welcome because two of those losses you had to take in the chip. Um, But Traylon Burks is going to be about your best option because he's an up-and-coming young guy, and that's really it. Like, that's tough to throw to Lamar. Like, you thought Baltimore had no people? They had Rashad Bateman and at least Devin Duvernay and Mark uh, Andrews. Yeah, the, you don't the get tweet, that in the Titans. Yeah, I found the tweet. It says, sources Lamar Jackson expected to meet the Tennessee Titans today, and they're expected to agree to a five-year, $255 million deal, fully guaranteed. And it says Baltimore is not expected to match. Titans get their franchise QB, uh, quarterback. Ravens get two first-round picks. That's from Cobb Dealman at Kai Deegan or whatever. Yeah, see, see, that's what I was talking about. That so I said six years, but yeah, five year. Um, which, but but for Lamar, fully guaranteed five years. I think I'm taking that, even though I know I don't have weapons. I'm taking that. I'm getting there, and I'm saying, hey, keep Derrick Henry, so I don't have to be the full focus, and then go get me some receivers. Hell, trade for DeAndre Hopkins. Or not trade, but go grab DeAndre Hopkins. Go grab anyone obj like go grab hopkins and obj grab lamar all at the same time now that offense with derrick henry is exciting to watch what about you what do you think lamar obj Derek d hop derrick henry now we're talking about something potent if they yeah that wouldn't be bad but i think i think derrick henry leaves tennessee though yeah probably he probably wants to fight for a chip so i wouldn't be surprised if he ends up somewhere with a great team that just is missing that one little piece. And uh, as bad as that says, but like 
I could see Derek Tampa Henry Bay. ending up. Yeah, so I can I can see Zeke signing with the Chargers if they let Eckler go. Oh Eckler, yeah, that's I, still all at play. I would say I can see, and then I'll see Zeke replacing Henry in Tennessee, and I see Leonard Fournette signing with New England, or not New England. Uh, who was it? Twenty. <sighs> Lenny. Lenny signs with the Bills, not the Ooh. Bills, not no, not uh, the, the Bills. Dolphins, the Dolphins. That's why I meant. I, I don't know why. See, and then I, Dalvin Cook goes to the Bills, and then I think Eckler, if he leaves, will end up with the Atlanta Falcons. See, I don't see that benefiting. I think Eckler only wants to leave for Miami or the Bills. I think that's ultimately what he's going to try to push for. He wants that that chip um and i mean hell maybe he goes to the eagles maybe he's like screw it let me i mean they just traded away miles sanders let me go in that place they re-signed boston scott and signed rashad penny but let's i'm not banking on rashad right Uh, yeah rashad penny i i have better knees than him like i could go in there and last longer than him okay and i'm not an athlete replaces zeke in dallas you know, that would be interesting. That would, I mean, good one-two punch between him and um, Tony Pollard. The the other team that needs a running back, the Arizona Ooh. Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, but that's if you have faith in Kyler, which I'm not going to lie, I've lost all faith. I think um, they skipped it out. Well, he ended up on my team. Not as my number one or number two. I still have Josh Allen, Deshaun Watson, then Kyler, and then a bunch of others. So, like Desmond Ritter, Sam. I might, I might take Kyler off your hands for a little, for like a couple thirds and a little bit. Oh, wow. So gracious. Get the fuck out of here. He's still going to cost a couple first. <laughs> still fantasy. I need to make a profit at some point. Not if he has zero points week one because he doesn't play because that's zero points per game. <laughs> <laughs> zero points is zero points no matter how you you mash it up. Now, for someone who trades away all their star power, you would think you would have a, you know, a better fantasy football thing. So I'm just going to end it on this note. Guess what? One, two, three, back to back to back champions. Go ahead. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, comment, join us. We're streaming more. We're posting the TikToks more. Get on the Facebook, interact. We get on the YouTube. Come... Oh, yeah. That's another big one. Get on the YouTube. Like, we're going to have a great time. Have we also have safe. another segment coming as well. Oh, yeah. Yes. A, yes. A UFC yeah. and WWE fighting segment as well, covering all combat sports. We come yes. soon. We'll be having another uh, person who is affiliated with us as well. Oh, we'll be releasing all the info of him as well at a later date, but stay tuned for that. Yes, please do. It's going to be so much fun. Stay safe out there. Happy St. Patty's Day.